Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Pirkei Avos Treasury, Season 2 of the PAL. We have reached Chapter 4, Phenomenal, here in Pirkei Avos. Let's go to one of my favorite Mishnahs in Pirkei Avos. Ben Zoma teaches us a lot in this Mishnah. All Israel is a share in the world to come. Shenemar, as it says, V'amech kulam tzadikim. All your people are all righteous. They shall inherit the land forever. A branch of my planting, my handiwork, in which to take pride from Isaiah. Benzoma Omer. Benzoma says, Ezehu Chacham, who is wise, Halome Mikol Adam. He who learns from every person, Shenemar, as it says, Mikol Milam Dai Hiskalti. From all my teachers, I grew wise from Psalms. Ezehu Gibor. Who is strong? Hakovesh etz Yitzro. He who subdues his personal inclination. Shenemar, as it says, Tov erech hapayim migibor umoshal barucho milochet ir. He who is slow to anger is better than a strong man, and a master of his passions is better than a conqueror of a city, from Proverbs. Ezehu Ashir, who is rich, hasameach bechalko. He who is happy with his light, with his lot. In life, Shenemar, as it says, When you eat of the labor of your hands, you are praiseworthy, and all is well from you. From Psalms, You are praiseworthy in this world, and all is well with you in the world to come. Who is honored, He who honors others, Shenemar, as it says, for those who honor me, I will honor, and those who scorn me shall be degraded from Samuel 1. A wonderful mission with really poignant sayings on how we should really live our life. Benzoma here offers the most meaningful definitions of wisdom, strength, and wealth. In doing so, he elaborates on a prophecy of Jeremiah that denigrates wisdom, strength, and wealth as a narrowly and selfishly defined and lauded by most people. Benzoma offers a counterpoint. Of course, Jeremiah is right, but these qualities have a loftier role, and it is to that one that people should aspire. Benzoma comes to teach that wisdom, wealth, and strength may indeed engender legitimate pride and lead to discernment and knowing me, which Jeremiah states is the only desirable form of pride. This occurs with the understanding that all virtues should ultimately be used in the service of God. One who is wise, who learns from all people, will develop a proper fear of heaven. One who is strong, possesses the strength of his conviction, and is able to rebuff his evil inclination to cause anger against his fellow man. One who is wealthy, understands that his assets are tools for the service of God, from from Rav Yonah. Benzoma. Shimon Benzoma was a third generation Tana and a student of Rav Yoshua ben Hanania, was one of the quartet of scholars named Shimon. In order to avoid confusion, they're referred to as sons of their fathers, Benzoma, Benazi, Benanas, or in conjunction with their place of residence. He was a scholar almost without equal, see Kedushin and Rashi there, whom the Talmud considered a symbol of wisdom. He was qualified to receive the Semicha ordination from Arias, but because he never did, he is referred to as Rabbi. He's not referred to as Rabbi, excuse me, from Ram Rav and Rashi. Alternatively, he never received the title because he died prematurely. His strength in Torah lay in his ability to establish connections between the text of the written law and the oral tradition to show clearly the scriptural sources for many laws. His testimony, the pastor of our God, states of Lesbian Azari, says, I am like one seven years old, yet I never merited to have my opinion accepted regarding the obligation to remember the Egyptian exodus every night until Ben Zoma provided a biblical source. The sages eulogize him as the last of the experts in biblical exegesis. 
who is wise. Ben Zoma is looking for the true definition of the virtues listed in the Mishnah, the common denominators that any of them must be internalized and integrated into one's personality, or he is not entitled to be called by the name of virtue. For example, one can possess much wisdom and yet not deserve the title wise person, whose wisdom did not change him intrinsically. So we have to be sure to use the proper way to use the title of wise, to learn from every person is really a wise person because there is something that can be learned from every person on earth. For example, someone who is massively angry, we learn what we should not be. We should learn not to be angry. Someone who is a positive person, always happy, always greeting people happy, is something we should strive to be. We should learn something from everyone, even an enemy. We should never have such people. He who learns from every person, only one who truly values wisdom, will seek wherever it could be found. He will not refuse to learn from someone because he dislikes him or considers him of lower status. Such an attitude indicates that he values his own ego more than the pursuit of knowledge. Willingness to learn from every person demonstrate a pursuit of wisdom that is spiritual in nature and not a means of self-aggrandizement. From Rav and Rashi. As it says from all my teacher, I grew wise. The above verse ends for your testimonies or my conversation. King David is saying, since I wanted to be perpetually involved with the study of God's Torah, I sought enlightenment from anybody and turned all whom I met into my teachers. I was not embarrassed to learn from any of them. Even if someone of inferior knowledge presented King David with an idea or thought he would not treat his words with contempt, but would instead listen carefully in order to get, to glean a new bit of wisdom. Who is strong, he subdues his personal inclination. True strength is exhibited when one is in control of himself and can refuse the advances of his evil inclination. This is a spiritual strength in which man may take pride. Let's move over to the next one. We turn the page, look over, look to the next one. As it says, slow to anger, better than a strong man. The verse from Proverbs does not speak of spirit, physical strength, which animals do possess. But Zoma instead weighs two other types of strength, which are the exclusive province of human beings. The strategic strength used in waging war and the strength of character and heart necessary to master one's passions. He cites the words of King Solomon to show that the defeat of overcoming passion is a greater feat than victory in a physical battle. Some say it takes a whole life to change a character trait and to beat the Yetzirah because he comes up against us every single day. That's really a strong person. A really strong will person is what we're talking about here. Truly rich, happy with his lot, one who graciously accepts whatever God gives him is constantly happy. Such a person does not allow himself to be caught up in the senseless pursuit of pleasures and possessions. A truly wealthy person is the content one. For what good is wealth if it does not provide happiness? Rashi and Maganovas. Let's go to the bottom. Turn the tables. The Baal Shem Tov offered the following parable. To test the loyalty of his subjects, the king hired men to incite them to revolt. Many people were swayed by the revolutionaries, while others remained unswervingly loyal. Among the loyalists was a bright fellow who saw through the fifth column and countered their arguments, saying, Fools, you show yourselves loyalty to the king by executing his mission. Why do you expect us to be less loyal to the king than you are? Man should use the same argument against his evil inclination. When you incite me against the great king, you're following his instructions. Why do you expect less of me? You do your job, but let me do mine. Thus, one can even transform the evil inclination itself into a force for good. As it says, when you eat the labor of your hands, one can achieve happiness even from the little bit of wealth yielded by the labor of his hands. The Talmud teaches that a person has more enjoyment from something he made himself than from something he acquired from others. A multimillionaire who derives no joy from the fruits of his toil suffers from true poverty while true wealth for true wealth is in the heart and the mind. From Rashi Rav Yonah, you are praiseworthy in this world. 
One who is satisfied with the share that God grants him needs nothing from anyone. Such independence is a primary condition for happiness in this world. Furthermore, one who is content with his lot has no reason to stoop to thievery, trickery, any other Torah prohibition in an effort to acquire wealth. Perfectly content with what is his, he will not and ever covet his neighbor's property, his independence is his wealth, he earns his own and is not indebted to anybody. And let's move over to the last one who is honored, he who honors others. The three previously mentioned virtues, a noble man in the eyes of God and make him worthy of honor, whether or not his neighbors acknowledge it. Ben Zoma offers practical advice on how to gain the respect of others as well. Show respect and honors to others and they will honor you. As the verse teaches for those who honor me, through this verse, though this verse refers to God, one may infer a guideline for proper human behavior from by means of a kavachomer. Argument, if God himself, who created the universe for his own glory, repays honor with honor, surely people should do the same. So in this mission, we learned some great things, great things to live life by, and hopefully we can do so. And join us next time as we talk about running to do even minor mitzvahs, quote-unquote, and fleeing from sin here on the P.A.L. with Tani Chi. And I'm your host, Tani G.